When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our Hall of Fame audio clip of the week. For those who don't know, every episode we give you our Hall of Fame audio. Something that we've heard either on one of our shows or just by listening and watching sports media that we think is worth discussing. Uh, This week we keep it local. Uh, Chuck Smith, former Falcon great, now regular on Dukes and Bell. You can catch him every Tuesday and Friday at 2.20. He breaks down everything Falcons and NFL. He joined this week, and he says, basically, the Falcons have found a new identity with Cordero Patterson, who was just named NFC Offensive Player of the Week. So let's hear him, and then Steve and I will break down if this is a good thing or a bad thing for the Dirty Birds. The O-line is doing better work. I think they've been challenged. I really like what they're doing. Now think about something that's different than last year. They're running the ball. The Falcons are running yep. the ball, so teams now, they can't just sit back and say, hey, we're, they're just going to throw all day or Matt Ryan's going to be in the pocket. They're running the ball. And the one thing I talked about that I wanted the Falcons, when everybody says, what's going to be their personality? For years, I always struggled with the past regime when mm-hmm. we're always built about, what, wide receivers. All we're going to do is be finesse. Yeah, right. This team is tough. Yeah, they are. And it's been great watching CP through the first three weeks work. Um, I think he had something like 17 carries for 140 yards and a touchdown last week. Uh, but here's the question, Steve. Are we going to be able to do this all season? And should we care if we're going to be able to do this all season because CP's an older an older guy? Uh, he's not, you know, he'll be in the short-term plans, obviously, but, you know, he's not going to be on the team five years from now. He's just not. Um, so... Is the narrative to UCP as the workhorse back a good thing or a bad thing for the Falcons? Yeah, so I think it's a good thing again until you know until the what's the what's the term I'm looking for here? The uh, train runs off the tracks. There we go. Right. And I think the key to it though that can happen, and you can continue that physical identity if one thing happens. If Tyler Algier becomes the physical runner that the Falcons think he can be, then you can kind of continue this on and have some of the load taken off Cordero Patterson. Because at the end of last season, we saw it. We saw him kind of tail off because, you know, running that physical style, yeah, it gets to you after a while. So if you can find somebody to kind of help him and give some extra carries to Tyler Algier – that, I think, is the key to continuing this on through a full, you know, 17 weeks. Yeah, and you hope that, at the very least, this model is transferable. What I mean by that is, in probably a year or two, when CP's just about done, because I, I think he's 31 right now, um, he doesn't have a ton of wear and tear on him because he didn't play running back for most of his career, so... We might be able to squeeze an extra year, maybe two out of him, which would be great because he's been arguably the best player on the team the past couple seasons. He's 
a fan favorite now. He's great with the media. He's a great guy to root for. So I would love to see him here as long as possible. But we all know the inevitability of running backs just reach a certain point. And I think more so than any other position in the sport, they just fall off a cliff because you take one too many hits, you you get that one big injury that you just can never recover from, and things just aren't the same. But if the model's transferable, that's great for the Falcons as long as Arthur Smith is the head coach because then whether it's Algier or the next guy, you can implement the same offensive system. Yeah, and it's funny what you said there about the about a running back kind of tailing off and one injury that they just never recover from. It triggered a, a memory of being at the station one day, and that was when Todd Gurley joined Dukes and Bell. Ah. Uh, this was, you know, post his Falcons career. He's obviously he's out of the league now. But him on with Dukes and Bell talking about his role in that offense, what he thought it was versus what it became. When he cursed on the air, that was a moment, you know, talk about being behind the scenes, watching, you know, you guys in there trying to figure out exactly how to handle it. Us out in the bullpen area, just laughing and reacting to what he said and all of that coming together to then push that moment out online and digitally and all that kind of stuff for probably one of our best days digitally that this station has had in its 10 year history. That was, that was an absolutely incredible day and an incredible example of what in the moment sports talk radio is, but yeah. you know, it's a, the, the running back kind of conundrum is one that kind of started with, Todd Gurley and it started with Zeke Elliott when they got these big contracts and then all of a sudden they can't perform. And I think what the Falcons did with Cordero Patterson is really smart. They, they signed him to a, a value deal. They drafted a guy that they think can be a good running back for the next couple of years in Algier and, and we'll see what happens. And the other guy that's supposed to be in the mix, Damian Williams, we haven't really seen him because he got hurt in like the second series of the first game, by the way, for those who don't know what Steven's talking about, Todd Gurley came on. He was uh, promoting, I think it was fan-controlled football, which yep. is the league where the fans call the plays. I think he's an owner of one of the teams. And the guys basically asked him, like, hey, like, you know, you were here for a minute and then gone. Like, what happened? And his response was, GD Dirk Cutter. And that was all <laughs> anyone needed to hear. And the soundbite is saved forever in my folder in the cloud that we were talking yes. about earlier. Hey, give me the That's bell. That's we can't afford to lose. Give me the bell. Yeah. We're doing a good job of wrapping everything together today. Um, I called my own shot there. Um, and, and, I'm not, and you know what? Damn it. I do it again. Um, yeah. So I just think that the Falcons need to just, just do their best. I mean, it's going to be, Again, game by game, week by week, because it just it's all so situational. If you're getting into a shootout with a team and he only gets 10 carries, that's great. And maybe the next week you can give him 18, 19, 20. I think trying to give him 18, 19, 20 every game is not the best strategy for the team. Um, like you said, unless Algier Williams comes back and they're they're able to have sort of a triple option there in terms of guys that they can split the carries with. Um, but CP's always going to, as long as he's here and as long as he's healthy, I think he's now established himself as the lead dog in the backfield, which was not the role we really brought him here for. He was supposed to be a hybrid guy, play some receiver, play some running back, maybe even a little like 
hybrid tight end situation, line him up in the slot because he can play everywhere. But all of a sudden towards, you know, the first, I'd say, quarter of the season last year, it just sort of clicked that he's he's a guy that really fits in Arthur Smith's system. And if you look at him and then you look at guys like Derrick Henry, you're like, oh, so Arthur Smith just wants a guy that's going to come in here and basically run people over, which is a really fun way to play football if you could do it right. Now, last year, it was a little bit tougher because you had a statue back there, quarterback. Love you, Matt, but he can't move. Marcus Mariota can move, which creates a lot of different opportunities. And the offensive line wasn't as good as they've played the first three weeks of this season. So now he's really getting to shine because the second year of Arthur Smith, he's been able to bring in some more of type of his guys and his system is being implemented. Now, Steve, we just got to basically pray that CP stays upright and continues to lead the offense. That's all we can do. And, you know, and the thing you mentioned there about bringing guys in, the one area that they didn't necessarily bring guys in was the offensive line. And and that's that's a, a, a group, I think, this year that just has benefited from an offseason with Arthur Smith rather than kind of changing things up. So that's one where a lot of people around the office and on the station, listeners and hosts alike, had a lot of questions. And through the first, you know, three weeks of the season, I think they've They've shown their ability to grow within Arthur Smith's system, and that allows a guy like Cordero Patterson to have the success that he's having. Yeah, there's really only only left guard was really the only position that changed. You know, they didn't give Caleb McGarry his option, so he came in motivated. Um, you know, center Dalman's been, you know, he's been okay. I think him and the penalties Mariota, in there, yeah, penalties and the fall, and the, more so for me, it's the. The snaps with Mariota, mm-hmm. I think they need to get on the same page. But Hennessy's there too, and who knows, maybe we'll see some sort of rotation between the two of them. But the bottom line is the Falcons have been one of the best running teams in football through the first three weeks of the season, and kudos to, Couture, to if I could say his name right, kudos to Cordero Patterson for being named NFC Offensive Player of the Week. All right, that'll do it. Episode four, Off Air, in the books. I am Chris Thomas, joined as always by my co-host Stephen Gagliano. Please subscribe, rate, review, wherever you get your podcasts. You can hit me up on social media. I am at C. Thomas Radio, and Steve, you are? I'm at Peeve Gagliano. I got to throw mine in in the little bio thing like you have. Yeah. I'll do that next time. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna get you we're gonna work on your Twitter handle too, because we want as many people to to find you as as possible. All right, we'll catch you guys on Tuesday. This has been the off-air podcast.